My name's Ian Aber, and this is Stray People. Uh, we are recording here live at my husband's basement here in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, doing this podcast for the straight people because you know what? They just don't have enough. So um, we have got a guest today, uh, Patricia Forehand. How are you doing today, Patricia? I'm well, thank you. Is it? Do you go by Patty or Patricia? Patty. Patty, okay. Yes. So I just gave everybody your government name for whatever. That is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, Patty Forehand. Patty, you came uh, to us today from Perry, Georgia. Right? Yes. Is that correct? Yes. So you drove up, uh, what, is it 75, I believe? Is yes, that right? it okay, is. Cool, cool, cool. Um, and we know each other because you took the laughing school comedy class, like, it's been a while, right? It has been. Like I three think or two four years, years. Two or years? Or three, okay. Yes. Yeah, maybe three. Um, and then you've also been taking the Lace Larrabee Laugh Lab class. Uh, you might be the third or fourth person that I've had on the podcast that's taken it. And you've been oh, doing yeah. stand up around the town. And yes. Yeah. How's that been going for you? It's been going very well. Yeah. Wonderful. And you're a retired elementary school teacher, is that correct? Yes. Taught elementary school for 31 years. 31 years in in Perry. Um, yes, mostly in Houston okay. County okay. and Bibb County. Okay. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, and what grade did, or did you teach different grades or what was I, your concentration? I taught different grades. I taught almost all grades in elementary yeah. at one time or another, but um, mainly first and third grade. Okay, cool. First and third grade. Yes. Which did you prefer, th- first or third? Well, um, <laughs> as I got older, the third graders only because, you know, they're less stressful. Yeah. You know, they can do some things by themselves, okay. but I love the first graders yeah. too. So. Wow, wow. That's so awesome. Yes. Um, so this is a podcast called Straight People. So we're going to talk yes. about uh, straight, gay, all that kind of thing. How do you identify? I'm straight. You're straight? Yes. Um, and uh, how long have you been? <laughs> how long have I been straight? <laughs> how long have you been straight? Well, like, uh, when did you grow up? What what decade did you grow up in? I grew up in the 70s. In the 70s. 60s so, and so 70s. So you were straight in the 60s and 70s, came up as a little girl straight, yes, teenager straight, yes. all that. Um, so you, you're just born straight, right? That's how I always try to describe it to the straight uh, uh, you don't know you're straight. You're just regular. You're just born. Right. Right. Yeah. And I didn't really know a lot about that. There were different ways to be. Yeah, exactly. It, it, exactly. And that's sense? sort of what I was about to ask is like, so at what age were you that you understood what a gay person was or maybe a lesbian or trans person, whatever it was that wasn't regular, you know, uh, cisgendered straight person do you know well i think it was high school um because i had a friend in drama club and um you know i would and he was a male and i would talk about oh that guy's cute or this guy's cute whatever and he would go yes he is you know and then (laughs) you know i kind of picked up on it and he was such a good friend and he opened my eyes to the fact that there were other people out there and you know i was raised in a way though you know where you you always you're you know you're going to be married yeah. one day yeah. you know you're looking for that husband yeah and um so you're put on that track very yes, early yes yeah. you're put on that track very early and you know it's all about family and of uh, mom and a dad and that kind of thing yeah. so um yeah it was wonderful to have that eye-opening experience and he was one of my best friends so yeah you know i think that's how i was kind of introduced to the whole thing oh wow that's awesome. um yeah but my mom raised me and my father raised me in a way they would always say everybody humanity is on the same tree we're just all different branches yeah and so you just you know accept everybody as they are so i mean i didn't care about things like that it didn't matter to me i mean 
just because you're born with a hose doesn't mean you have to put out a fire kind of thing, you know? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's, it's like... I think I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I love that. That's a, but, such a know, great way to look at it. But, you know, it's just everybody... Yeah should be able to choose what they want as far as their yeah. track of happiness. Absolutely. As long as they're not harming anybody, then, yeah. you know, I, I just, I, I think labels are so horrible. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so anyway, I think that was my first awareness. To, mm-hmm. That was probably my first awareness to sexuality anyway. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I didn't really understand all that part. Yeah. Uh, when I dated, um you know, it would be kiss and it would be this and that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I was always a good girl. And I was raised, you know, with three older sisters. And so I knew, you know, you're not supposed to have sex until you're married kind of thing. So, okay, yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, I was old before. I mean, you know, until I met my husband. And then when and I when knew, you, when, At what age did you meet your husband? I met my husband when I was 16. 16, in high school. Yes. Was he He, in your high school? No, he was actually in college. Yeah, yeah. How they, old was he? It's like you're 16 and how he was. He was 18. Yeah. Oh, and, that's not that. Yeah, okay. no. And he was going to eight. I thought you were going to say he was like 24. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but he's he, a six year um, freshman. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's a 30 year old man. No, no actually, he's 18. <laughs> okay. But what we would do is, you know, harmlessly ride around Sonic and jump into guys' cars because, you know, we didn't think of it. We didn't have sex. We just dated and flirted and held hands and kissed and that kind kind of thing. So, so you were in a social group where nobody was doing it. That's what you're saying. Well, that's really what it is. Yeah, see the bad or was thing, there what was there a bad girl, you know, yeah, or whatever it is, how yeah, that was described back then. Yes. I mean the bad thing is I think back then if you were doing it, you were a slut. Yeah, oh my gosh. Absolutely. You know? And I had some friends who were sluts, but <laughs> you know, I just wasn't quite there ready to pull yeah. that trigger because um like I said my one of my sisters ended up getting pregnant very early. Okay. And um, she is the most amazing lady. But anyway, she, the way my father reacted to that by crying, you know, honestly, <laughs> I'd never seen him cry before. I thought, you know, I'm not going, going to have sex. And she was always the one who said, Patty, just, you know, be a good girl. Yeah. You know, just wait till marriage or yep. wait, wait till you meet the man that you want to marry. Mm-hmm. And, um, but anyway, she her life is amazing, and I love you, sister. Yeah. But um, is she yeah. the one that you brought to the show? Yes. Okay. Well. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And and see, the thing is, I always wanted to be like her. So mm-hmm. when she told me, Patty, you know, because I would ask her, "What is sex like?" and da 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 da, and all this stuff, and she would tell me, you know, just wait, just wait, and um, you know, and I did, and. I didn't wait till I was married. I just waited till I knew that, like my husband, right. when I was dating him, I knew, I, I just felt like after a couple of years that we were going to get married and I loved him and I wanted him to be my soulmate. And um, so we did have sex before marriage, which is not a big deal. But anyway, it was for me back then. You know, I remember, I remember the first time we had sex. I went home. I walked in the house. I was like, "Does anybody know that I just had sex?" Oh my god! How old were you? I, cried. I was seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah, almost eighteen. Yeah. So but you waited a year. I did. I did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I waited a year. That's good. That's amazing. So, yeah. And those girls you were in high school with weren't sluts. It was just the way that the, the I, exactly. You know what I mean? Like the exactly. reality is, is that the boys are always the sluts. And if you're really looking at the way um, a lot of these 
uh, yeah. interactions go down. It's like it, the girls are just, you know, it, that, that, even when I was in high school, 20 years later or whatever, it was the yeah. exact same yeah. concept that the girls were the ones who were loose and easy and the boys were just being boys. And it's like, no, the boys can't keep it in their pants and that makes them what? Sluts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just such a crazy double standard. It's yeah. horrible that there are labels like that because all of these, you know, my friends, I looked up to them in some way. Otherwise, they wouldn't have been my friends. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it used to hurt me when, like, someone would talk about one of my friends and I'd stand up for them or, you know, and I was always jealous, like, you know, I wish I could do that. But yeah. then I had that thing hanging over my head. I'm not going to yeah. yet because of this and that and, you know. I mean, you literally but, were trying not to make Daddy cry. I mean, that's, I, I, that is that's like true. a country song, you know. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. But you know what? That You know, I was just determined. I thought, you know, but, yeah. you know, that, wow. it is what it is. So you um, met your husband. Uh, you, how long, so you, how old were you, how old were you when you got married? Uh, 24. We okay. actually, um, went to college together, um, in Milledgeville after a back okay. and after I graduated, we both went to college in yep. Milledgeville okay. at Georgia college. So, yep. you know, and we stayed together that whole time. Yep. And then we all living together. No, we were So you never not. lived together until you got married. We did not live together until we so were for married. Eight years. Wow. You did it for yeah. eight years yeah. and lived separately. Well, we did. Wow. 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 Yeah. Um, and, uh, you're teaching school. Did you like, could, I mean, I mean, I know how I was when I was a little kid, so it was very obvious I was gay. Do you ha- did you remember having students over the years? You don't have to say anybody's name, obviously, but do you remember having kids that occurred as effeminate or occurred as like lesbians being more tomboys and you know I, in your school? Yes, yeah. yes, and um, you know I remember getting into a debate with somebody, you know, about nature versus nurture about yeah. that subject, and um, I just felt like. Like I had this particular child that I taught in kindergarten, yep. and um, from the get-go, you know, he just seemed to mesh better with girls as far as friends. Like and, socializing. Yeah, yeah, socializing and everything, and, you know, he seemed to look up to the boys, and and I don't know, I can't explain it, but you could just, you, you could kind of guess yeah. and tell, and then um, in middle school, I heard something about, oh yeah, he's so and so, he's gay, and it's like, it wasn't a big deal or anything, because that child was amazing and wonderful, and who cares, but again, um, yeah, I mean, you can tell, kind of, you know, and then then I know, like, when I taught the fourth and fifth grade, you know, especially later years, yeah. it's not hidden anymore. Yeah. You know, the the girls, some of them are dressing like boys or acting like boys or whatever, yeah. and vice versa. And I kind of liked that because yeah. it's so horrible to tell a child that you can't do this or you have to. You know, I always thought people need to fit into their own mold. There's not one mold for a person. Absolutely. And so, you know, the fact now, I am amazed every day meeting the people that I do in the comedy world. Yeah. Um, and how damn independent and strong and brave these young girls are. Yeah. I mean, they say what they feel. Like, I, I was afraid to say what I felt. You know, I wanted to please everybody. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I wanted to go the way they said I should, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, you know, to be able to stand up. It took it took 50 years for me to go, uh, you know, 
fudge i'm gonna do what i want to do you know and so to see these women these young women and these men and they're doing this stuff and they are standing up for themselves and their beliefs and you know i say kudos to them because yeah. you know it just i i just feel like i'm getting strength just from being around them wow you that's know? amazing so anyway that's awesome that's awesome Thanks. so you what do you mind like asking what age you started stand up because you started pretty late like you were like uh, full, yes. after your career, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um, I was over 50. Okay. Um, I retired at 55 and I think I did an open mic like a, around 54. Okay. But it was really clean. Yeah. <laughs> but you know. Oh, where was that? It, it was at Laughing Skull. Okay. So you came and tried out the, okay. I did. Yeah. Um, you know, I was doing teacher um, professional development and, okay. and I had a few friends who were saying, you know, Patty, you need to go try stand up. And yeah. I thought, I can't do that. That's yeah. like, cause when I was raised, things like, you know, being an actress or doing stand up or singing on the radio, you know, that kind of thing is, you know, those are not real dreams. You yeah. Can't oh, do yeah, them. absolutely. You can't achieve yeah. that kind of thing. I mean, I'm this small town girl. So, so anyway, I started thinking about the fact that I told my kids in school all the time that, you know, you can do anything you want to do if you put your mind to it and you work hard at it. You can, I mean, It's not going to be given to you, but if you want to do something and you work hard at yeah. it and you don't give up, you know, you can do what you want to do. So you're taking and your own yeah, advice. Yeah, so I said, crap, I'm going to do it. So I got a bunch of friends, got like about two rows worth of friends <laughs> at, at Laughing Skull and went up there. And I remember a couple of my friends brought their husbands and they were like, well, what are you going to talk about? What are you going to talk about? I'm like, I don't know. I had planned some things, but, you know, I wasn't really set. set. Yeah. And they would go, I'll tell you a joke to tell. And I'll do that. And it's like, no, 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 y'all just leave me alone. <laughs> anyway, I got on that stage and it felt like home. Okay. I, I got up there and I was like, I love this. And yeah. I, the audience, they were laughing and I was hooked. And yeah. so I knew that what I wanted to say was more than, you know, the, the stuff I was saying. Okay. So after I retired, I said, I'm, I'm doing something. And that's when I started taking the classes okay. and doing all the open mics yeah. and everything that I possibly could. So. Awesome. And so, so far, so how long have you been doing it all together? Three years, Three I think. Three years? Yeah. So what's your best, like, what's your best experience so far, Ben? Like, your best show, just best audience? Um, well, I mean, I've had so many, honest to goodness, I really have. But um, I think, you know, your show the other night was cool because of the fact that you gave me kudos after it. Because that was so oh, amazing. Online. Yeah, oh, yeah, online. Absolutely. To, absolutely. That was the. I hope I you get mean, some bookings out of that. Because sometimes people I pick you. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I do. I mean, I'm going to that once a month in um, Chattanooga. Chattanooga. So nice. that was, you know, something new and yeah. exciting. But You'll um, have a good time with that. Yeah, I think so. Have you ever met Hank Denson? Yes, okay. I think so. Hank, I think. Hank is the one. He's a uh, he has the teachers should get paper more money video that went viral and yes, does all. I think I, I think I met him at a sh one of the yeah. shows that I did. Yeah, he, he? you should talk to him because he has okay. like, I mean, he does so many things for teachers, okay. and it's like you have that you did professional development. You probably have a lot of material about being a teacher. Yeah, okay. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, you should meet okay. up with him because he's one of those people that has such great advice for everybody. Hilarious comic, okay. um, and his whole story is, is like. He went one day 
and chaperoned for like his wife, you know, couldn't do it. Yeah. And he spent the day with the kids and was like, these teachers aren't paid enough money and did like a video that then got like millions of views. And And so, and so now they have him come to their conferences and they'll come to his shows when he goes out of time. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's like that market, uh, you know, that's the thing like with, with what you're doing, it's like you can, you, you don't even have to worry about like the main industry of comedy. You could find your niche in comedy with your hour okay. anywhere you know yeah. what i'm saying like so any like what lace is doing with the female comics and women comics and then she takes them on the road have yeah. you seen that so it's like that's yeah. its own thing that's sort of starting to happen right. where there's the mainstream comedy of the clubs and mm-hmm. and then the shows like i do yeah. um, but my show is just like you know i'm a queer person running a show um, so I prim- predominantly put on like women and people of color and queer people, yeah. um, which is not what the club does, you know, like the, right? I book the club, but I book the club differently than I book my own show. You know what I mean? Yes, yes. And that's where you are. You're like in that space where it's like, if you pick, if you decide, oh, Hey, I want to be dirty. You could go and just be dirty and people are going to come and respond to that because yeah. they want to hear somebody who like, you know, a former school teacher now being dirty. It's sells itself do you know what I mean (laughs) (laughs) or you go in the other direction and you talk about your career as a teacher and make it funny that is has I mean that has so much legs to it in terms of like when we talk about like how you reach an audience you know yeah Yeah, that's really cool so three years in is a great place to be for sure and especially if you feel like you have an hour at three years in that's like keep pressing at it for sure I will yeah well I went to I did get to go to San Antonio and do a um they had a keynote speaker. I was a keynote speaker yeah. for one of their STEM conferences and nice. it's all, you know, comedy about teachers yeah. and things like that, but it hasn't got not the floor yet. So I want it more of oh, that too. Oh, oh. But I like the yeah. I like the dirty side too. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the reason that I do, I think it's because, you know, all those years I felt kinda like I, I suppressed myself. Nobody suppressed me. But, absolutely. But I just felt like um you know, I didn't curse. I didn't do this. I didn't do that. I was just very, you know. Well, you didn't just suppress yourself. Your women are told to behave a certain yeah. way, and you bought in. You know, and, and I think that's it. You know what I mean? Like you're, yes. you're all, like I always say with um, when when we talk about the shows, like uh, women naturally make really good hosts. Because women are t- have to be nice when they don't want to be in life already. <laughs> that is true. You know what I'm saying? That's what a host is. A host is like you're hosting the party. You're the one having the right. most fun. You're the one who's in charge just to make sure everything is yes. running the way it needs to. That yes. sounds like every woman I know, w- like with their families. Do you know what I mean? Like right. They got to be nice. They can't. You know what I mean? It's like you yes. can't be too mean. And, yeah. Yeah. And that's hosting. And sometimes when I'm when I'm telling like a straight guy how to host Mm -hmm. and he's not getting it. I'm like, Oh, of course you're not getting it because you're just raised to act however you want and didn't say and do whatever. You know what I mean? Like you can be surly and shitty as a, a straight guy and nobody's going to say anything about it. And if you're that way as a woman, you're a bitch and you're hard to work with and you're this and that, you know? And it's like, I think that hostessing thing. So it's like, when you say that, like you, you, you didn't just, it, you were you were you were following the model that you were was put in front yes, of you. Yes, yes. You were playing the game the way you thought it was supposed to yes, be played. Yes, ex- you're right. You were excelling I didn't know at there that. were other rules. I didn't yeah. know there were other damn rules. So yeah. So like yeah. the natural reaction to that is to reject it and want to be dirty. And it's like, but yes, what will right. happen is at some point you'll like right. you'll either go full dirt or you'll go. Uh, let me figure out like the some shows that they'll take it and some shows they won't. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's yeah. true. That's but the... you were filthy at um, Urban Tree <laughs> and it worked just fine. So it's like yeah. I feel like. 
like that that's they're not expecting that from you and that's what it is it's oh, you're, okay you're a misdirect as a comedian altogether so yeah. you get up and you even did i'm from perry georgia i was yeah. a former school teacher and filthy joke filthy joke filthy <laughs> joke you know what i'm saying so it's like you definitely that's a misdirect yeah. you you definitely were like i'm this let me telegraph this one person i am and you know yeah, yeah. and it, it's really it's gotten to the point where a lot of my friends you know that want to come to the shows and stuff i always tell them i give them that disclaimer you know it's not yeah. it's not a clean show yeah. <laughs> just to warn you yeah. cuz they do still expect me to be yeah. You know, that person that I was, yeah. and I still am, but I see other so things. So do you think you're dirtier on stage than you are in just like your regular conversation with people? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, though I always, you know, I think, you know, I always told silly, dirty jokes to yeah. my friends and yeah. stuff. absolutely. Um, so, like, my but, friends would come see me on stage, and I would, it would just be like I'm, like, to them, there's no show, because they that's how I am with them. So, like... Yes. But like I have a friend of mine, he's like, I don't want to see you on a show. I want to have lunch with you, because if I have lunch with you, it's the same thing. But I get to eat. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? It's like I just get you to see myself. Yeah. But if I go watch you on stage, you're the same person on stage to me. So it's like mm-hmm. they've known me for 20 years, so they don't think it's funny. Like yeah, somebody who's in the audience regular. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah, yeah. So that's kind of always with friends. Mm-hmm. It's always like sometimes I don't even want them to come because it makes it you know right. I have to worry about them being in the audience. Yes. Most yes. of my friends, I worry that they're going to interrupt. Honest. <laughs> uh, well, I don't like my husband to be there. I oh, don't. Yeah. I do a lot of material about him, and he does not mind, and he knows okay. what it is. But yeah. um, I don't know. He distracts me. And I think when he's there, I put on that other persona for okay. some reason. Not that I can't be myself with him, but yeah. in a crowd, I can't be no, myself I understand with what him. You mean. I don't know why. Well, like when my husband's around, like he goes to festivals with me and stuff. Mm-hmm. He's really, he's a comedy fan in general. So he likes being in comedy shows, and he understands that I need to be left alone, you know? Yeah. But, like, if we were somewhere together and, like, let's say he didn't feel well, then I would be, like, are you okay? Do you need this? Mm -hmm. Do you not? And then I wouldn't be paying it because, you know what I'm saying? It's like then I'd be, like, over here, like, what's going on? What's going on? And that definitely, I know, you know, that feeling of – but also, like, I don't like to see him – so I, I love him to be in the room, mm-hmm. but I don't like to see him because I, yes, like, I talk about yes. him. Yeah. So I always ask that he sits somewhere where I can't or I don't know where he is. Do you know yeah, what I mean? So yes, it's a, that, that helps sometimes with the. I'll have to um, remember that. If yeah. It comes to, yeah. Yeah. Just have him sit like so if it's like the skull, make him sit in like the third row or back because right. you can't see his face. And then you're, you know. <laughs> yes, that's true. That's true. Sometimes that's, that's all it takes. Agree. I've done it where. Um, I've told a joke about him, and there were so few people in the audience that they figured out who my husband was. <laughs> uh, well, I, my husband, I think it was my second or third show, he was on the front row with my son. And for some reason, I don't get, even though it's dirty, my son just is so accepting. And he was like, one, the, and my daughter, they're like, do it, mom. This is so cool to have a, you know, dirty yeah. talking mom kind of thing. <laughs> but, <laughs> Absolutely. But, um, so that didn't bother me. My son didn't, but my husband was on the front row and I told a joke that he had not heard before about him. Mm-hmm. And, um, he just started laughing and I'm gonna tell you, I forgot. It was like momentarily, I forgot what I was supposed to do next. <laughs> and so that's one of the reasons. And then I put it all back on him cause yeah. I'm like, everybody, that's my husband on the front uh, row. And then, you know, embarrassed him for a minute and mm-hmm. that allowed me to get my, that's funny. <laughs> so I sacrificed him. That's funny. I do <laughs> like that though. <laughs> will not come out for a long time and he'll yes. like there'll be jokes he's never heard mm-hmm. and that's all yeah that's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. i like to get my i like to hear him laughing that's one of my favorite yes yeah, yeah i love to it, it you know because neil loves comics yeah. and things like that and 
when he um, enjoys something that I've done, it makes me happy. So. It's awesome. But yeah, but you were asking about one of my favorite shows. I want to say that the one Lace took me to at Lazoom too. Oh yeah, yeah, I did go Melissa to that one. Up in, and oh my gosh, um, that was amazing. Yeah, Melissa Hahn up and shout out to Model Face yes. Comedy and Lazoom. Yes, Room. that was just so That's fun awesome. to be on the road. Even though yeah. you know I wasn't really on the road because I drove myself and drove back because <laughs> I had to meet my family there. But um, <laughs> just being with all those comics, yeah. those women comics. I mean, I feed off their energy. Absolutely. So, and and then I did one in Washington. Oh too. yeah, where? Um, Hagerstown at the Flying Camel. I headlined. Oh, nice. Yes, because I was on a show called Primetime for Women. Okay. And so that was fun too, because it was. Is like that the one that got special. you covered in the paper? Yes. Oh wow, that's yeah, amazing. So what were you covered in the Washington Post? It was in the Washington Post, and it was for, you know, it was for people who did careers over fifty yeah. that were interesting. But of course, you know, they have this woman that went back to save lives and be a doctor yeah. and this other one that's like a neurosurgeon or what and then they have patty the comic you know so it's really it was hilarious but um but yeah i mean she had me on the show and that was a lot of fun because i felt like you know yeah. it's like here here's the Absolutely. mic and da, da 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 and they were just it was just cool that's so awesome i love stuff like and how long did you do um, it was just five minutes of comedy, but then an interview. Oh, okay. So that okay. was that was fun. Yeah. I had such a blast with that. That's awesome. So I've had a lot of highlights. Yeah. I mean, I cannot Have believe. Have you done a show down in Perry? Um, I actually did. I did a benefit show. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty clean material. I mean, <laughs> the only dirty material I used in there was the part about waxing. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because that seems to be a favorite. But, um, yeah, it was wonderful. It went well. Yeah. Everybody was very accepting and wonderful. And it was an improv show then with my five minutes of, well, it was supposed to be ten, but I think it turned out to be five, of comedy, yeah. you know, and then, like, a couple of singers. But it was raising money for this woman who is going through cancer yeah. and amazing lady. So it it was very successful, full house. And, you know, then I just recently, Amber Chandler headlined at Rigby's in Winter Robins, and I was on that show. Okay. So thanks to her, because, you know, she's, she's like a big advocate for me, Lace and, and Amber and you and, you know, people like that. That's the only way I get the shows. <laughs> <laughs> so thank y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's word of mouth and people just being absolutely amazing and helping me to reach a dream that, honest to God, I did not know was even, you know, something I could do. So, so growing up, though, so, like, before you started stand-up, would you watch stand-up comedy? Oh, my gosh. Growing up, I wanted to be, like, a funny actress. Okay. I, you know, I grew up on Saturday Night Live, and yeah. so Gilda Radner was, like, oh, one wow, of my... Okay. You know, I loved Gilda Radner. I yeah. loved Saturday Night Live. And to me, that's what I wanted to do. I would go, I want to grow up and be on Saturday Night Live. And, you know, that was it. Do skits and comedy, and, you know, that was it. Yeah. I could do, um, can't do it now, but I could do that Rosanna, Zana, Rosanna, what, Rosanna, yeah, Zana. Yes, yeah. I used to mimic her and, <laughs> you know, and I, but I always did comedy, even in uh, high school, you know, I did like, they'd have the follies and there would be some big play and then you'd yeah. have all these skits around it. And I was always like, you know, the funny person, like, you know, the person who called out about biscuits for, you know, commercial or whatever, you know, that kind of thing with yeah. silly voices and stuff. That was always me. But, um, yeah, but when my, when I graduated from high school, my dad said, Hey, if you go to college, I will get you a car. 
if you don't go to college, I'm not going to get you a car. So I was like, I'm going to college. Yeah. And I decided to do nursing because my sister had gone into nursing. But then I flunked out because I could not make a bed or wash my hands well enough. <laughs> the, the lady was like, look, you, you are not mature enough. You can't wash your hands or make a bed. You need to pick some other avenue. So, of course, that's I slid a, into teaching. That's crazy. What do you mean you can't, what <laughs> yeah, you mean you can't wash your hands? I don't know. I mean, what does I, that even mean? I don't even, I don't know. I, I don't even know if they didn't teach us to wash our hands. They just did this thing like you have to wash your hands and you have to make this bed. And my bed, hell, I never made a bed. My mom didn't make me make a bed you know so I was not raised making a bed so I didn't know how to make a bed so it was horrible and I didn't know how at, to wash where is this is this at Mill- it was Millsville? at Macon College okay. they had a nursing program yeah. so anyway you know I didn't really flunk they out started with, she did tell me they she started said, with bed linens wow yeah. that's insane yeah she honestly I don't think she liked me because you know I, I mean, wasn't clearly very, I mean, you got bounced off for the weirdest reasons yeah. I've ever heard. Well, I was really. A I've never known a nurse. Do nurses make beds? Is that a thing that nurses I, do? I do not even know. That's but so I mean, she saved me from bedpans and That's stuff. So I'm true. happy about that. I mean, Thank you, wherever you are. I don't even know your name. So, yeah. But she saved me from a life of bedpans. And I did love teaching children. Yeah. I did, did. Yeah. But I feel like this is what I need to be doing now. Yeah. So. That's crazy. So, how many. So, you, you taught 30 years. Yes. Um, like. Starting what year and ending what year? Um, what was it, eighty four, and then add thirty one to that? <laughs> so, like in the twenty fifth, two thousand five, yeah, two thousand six, yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so that's a, a right. So, what would you say the biggest difference in the kids that you were teaching in nineteen eighty four, and the kids that you were teaching in two thousand five, thirty years later? Well, I I really think it's their attention span, yeah. um, you know, because things Less are so fast. Yes, yeah. things are so fast moving and everything. And, you know, you have to really be an entertainer to teach now because yeah. you have to hold their attention for that brief amount of time. Well, yeah, my mom's a Spanish teacher and, yeah. a, and like basically a stand-up comedian. Yeah, you have to yeah. do because you're, you're, you know, just competing against all that technology and stuff. So I would say that, and plus the fact that they label all these kids, you're ADHD, you're this, you're that, and giving them medicine like candy, yeah. you know? I hate that because I'm not anti-medicine teachers. I know you're going to get all on me, but um, <laughs> I do think we give, like, that's that's not the end all, you know? Yeah. It's not like, hey, my child's wiggling in school, so take a pill. That's only part of treatment is yeah. medicine. Yeah, we're going to find out, I that think. There's that there's behaviors that, yeah. that should be learned and exactly. maybe environments made better to so to better to study right. maybe to look at the amount of sugar they're eating because that's what i was i i was diagnosed as adhd but i probably was just eating so much sugar every day you know yes, like yes yeah i don't even know if i really am it you know <laughs> And, and we need to we need to make sure that we're making it fun and exciting because I mean kids are in there eight hours a day. Do you want to go anywhere eight hours a day where it's not fun and exciting? No, no. So we have to do you know stuff to make it well, you know worthwhile of their time. So. so we're almost at the end here. We're kind of careening towards the end of yes. the episode. We're about thirty minutes here. Um, tell people where they can find you online if you if you would like. Okay, um, I you know what everybody keeps telling me I need to make a professional online thing, but I haven't yet. It's just Patricia Forham Facebook is all okay. I have right now. But eventually, you know, when I figure this stuff are you on, out, are you on Instagram or Twitter? I or am anything? on Instagram too. It's What's your Patricia Forham too? There, I think. Okay. You know, I, so, I didn't do anything fancy okay. like. 
So you can find her on Facebook. You're, I think you're yeah. on Instagram. I'm pretty sure you're on Instagram. Yeah, I'm on Instagram. Um, okay, cool. And yeah. uh, I ask everybody one last question. So, okay. oh, first of all, thank okay. you for being here. Oh, wow. Well, doing it. This has been super fun. Um, straight people, you know, you're one. You're straight. You're, you've uh, been straight for, yeah. you know, for a while. Um, y'all like to eat outside. Mm-hmm. Like outside, like in your backyard. Yes. Like, you know, in clear view of your air-conditioned kitchen sometimes. <laughs> Um, yeah. Like, what's a straight food? What are straight people eating? Well, like, um, when you think, like, if some straight people were coming over for dinner, which would just be people probably to you, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would probably get my husband, he's the cook. Okay. I, I suck at cooking. Oh, well, okay. Um, but I would get him to make his chili because, oh my God, his chili is amazing. Awesome. We've been eating it like three times a week <laughs> for like the past month. We're still not sick of it because yeah, no, that's great. it's I love that. delicious and it's and it's healthy. Yeah. So I'd say chili and cornbread. And cornbread. Yes. Okay, I can, I can get behind yes. that. All right, well, you're serving a good meal then because most people are like a plain hot dog. <laughs> no, no, no. All right, well, thank you so much for thank being you. on. Absolutely. I blast awesome this has been straight people uh subscribe to us or like us or like mention us to your friends or like if you didn't like it maybe mention it to your enemies because they might seem cooler than you or whatever (laughs) but thank you very much and uh take care and listen to another episode thanks